Hello, everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? This is the S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Says Podcast, episode number 456. Let's get right to it. Um, Have you ever had an invisible handyman? Okay, I know what you're going. You're thinking, what what the heck are you talking about, S? I'll tell you. Now, I, if you live in the hood, near the hood, if you live around people that, that fix things, you have a neighborhood full of people that are that are techs or service people or plumbers. If you live in a good neighborhood, and I know some people that live in really nice neighborhoods, they have plumbers, roofers, and, and things like that in their neighborhood. So the person who lives across the street is a master plumber. So if something goes wrong in your house, and this person is a friend of yours, he comes in, hooks it up, and it is professional. It is the greatest. It is the best, right? If you know a guy who does roofing and he's a friend of yours, something's wrong with your roof, he goes up there, takes care of it. He's the greatest, the best, and so on and so forth. But you have to understand that there's a level below those people. There's a level below those people. And these are people that are about 75% as good as the master technician. They're 75% as good as the master plumber. 75% as good as the master roofer. 75% as good as the person who's a fix-all type person. Right? But here's the thing. Like I said, they're 75% as good, which means they can handle most things, but the most complicated things, they can't handle those most complicated things, but unfortunately, they will attempt it. Right? There's something that goes wrong with your car. This guy can fix most of it, but oh, there's so, oh, I don't know how to fix the fluff, loop, blah, blah, and I need a flitch. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you're going to have to take this to a shop, right? He knows how to fix most things in the plumbing. Yeah, I know how to fix that. He can fix this, that, and the other thing. But then something complicated happens. Maybe there's a there's a complicated way that the pipes are set up. You know, some kind of thing that he wasn't trained on. And he starts the process and messes it up. And then you got to call a plumber who knows what they're doing. It happens all the time. And you have to be smart enough to be able to assess what this person is good at doing. If it's the mechanic, you don't let him fix your transmission. You let him do the brakes. You let them put on, the, you know, this, that or the other. You let them change the oil and this, that and the other. But you don't let them do the super complicated stuff. If you know you have a set of pipes in your house that are two different types of metal and they're put together in a certain way, you should be smart enough and know enough about your house to know I'm not asking him to do this because he can't do this one. But there's another group of another type of handyman that I'm talking about, another type of fix it person that I'm talking about. And it's the invisible handyman. And the bad part about the invisible handyman is he's about 85 percent as good as the master handy person. So you see him start to actually be able to do some of the complicated stuff. You're going, hey, right. And this guy always, always charges you way less than the plumber. Would you have the plumber come in? Well, you need a double flalugi from Junku, and that's going to, let me see, let me, let me, let me check, let me, let me do a little uh, math here. And you need a quadruple falupadoop, you need a double quadrupadoop, you need a pressurized flapapajapadapop, and a double falupadjapapadapop. Hmm. You know what? Uh, normally it would cost about six twenty-five. I can do it for. Uh, uh, let me think. Uh, you're a nice person. Uh, uh, you seem like a good guy. Uh, you know, you remind me of my brother. Uh, 
I could probably do it for five hundred. I said, okay, well, let me let me see uh, let me see what's going on. Let me get the money together and I'll call you. Okay, just give me a call when you want to get it done. Okay, and uh, you bring in a bunch of other people. You figured maybe I, if it's maybe somebody else will shave another seventy five bucks off of it. You know, they're basically the same level of skill. And sometimes you will run across the plumber who will do it a little more efficiently or he will do just what needs to be done. He won't need to take the whole pipe. I said, oh, you know, yeah, I know you're the last guy. He probably charged you about $500 for that, right? But the thing is, he, looked, he wanted to take the whole pipe out, didn't he? He wanted to take the whole pipe out. See, I can't stand when guys do that. They want to take the whole pipe out, you know, when you don't need to take the whole pipe out. See, this section, look here, look here, look here, Mr. S. This part of the pipe right here is still good. Right, see when you scrape your fingers across, you hear that sound? That's the sound of good piping. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stick my tongue in it. See when you stick your tongue in a pipe like that and it tastes like falaki, that means it is still a good pipe. So I could, you, you know what? I, I could, you could save half of this pipe. I don't know what. See, that's the problem. A lot of these guys just want to use the whole. They, they see, see when you buy the piping. You know what I'm saying, if you buy the piping by large lots, you can save money on the actual metal of the piping. So when you do these kind of work, you can actually cut up the pieces. And the biggie, the biggie, the biggie, and he starts rambling on about some crap about how he is better than the last guy and how the last guy is crazy. And you told him what the last guy charges and they always shave off just a little bit. Right, just a little bit, so they can get the job. So he probably, how much did you say? How much did you say? Well, he said he, he said he, he said it was six twenty five, but he could do it for five hundred. Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. That man should be drop kicked. He should be pimp smacked. I can't believe he said, "I will do it for four hundred and ninety two dollars." Okay, I said, well, let me get the money together. I'll see what's going on. You know, I'll, I'll call you. Okay, okay. Here's my first my card, but don't let that man rip you off. You mean you can you 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 could buy some for that eight dollars. Okay, that's one month of the Twitter blue check. <laughs> you, you can buy a cup of coffee from Starbucks or something like that with that $8. $8, okay? Don't let him rip you off, Mr. S. Don't let him rip you off. And then he leaves. But then you start thinking, and this really isn't that complicated a job. I wonder if the handy guy could do the job. I wonder if he could do the job, right? So you call him up, right? And, and they're never home. The guy's always at a pool hall or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, you call him up. Yeah, man, uh, I got this thing. I want you to take a look at this pipe, see if you do some work. I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, uh, you, uh, you got some piping you want me to work on? Yeah, you know I do plumbing, right? You know I do plumbing. Yeah, that's why I called you. Okay, cool, cool. Hold it for a minute. Yo, man, it's your shot. You understand? It's your shot. Okay? Don't get mad at me because you last, lost the last five games. First of all, you owe me money. You know what I'm saying? I am so, yeah, go get K. Don't make me, I'm, uh, you ain't gonna kick nobody's ass. You ain't gonna kick nobody. Hold on for a minute. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna come over there and take care of that for you. Okay? No, no, your mother's ugly, you know? <laughs> right? So he comes to the house. He looks at the work. He goes, okay, uh, how much they charge you, man? How much you wanna charge you? Well, one guy said 500, the other guy said 492. 492, pfft, please. Listen, I can do this job for $100. 100. Hundred dollars, and he comes in, and he does the job for one hundred dollars, and it looks pretty good. Okay, okay. So now you take his phone number, you write it in ink because it was in pencil before, and you're like, man, this is great. This is fantastic. You got a new handy guy. Forget those other people trying to rip me off. How they gonna charge all this money? And this guy does it for a hundred dollars. This is ridiculous. And you think you got something going on? Hey, you think it's fantastic? You think it's great? You get another job, you you have them fix the sink, right? And a lot of times what these guys do is when they fix something, 
after they come back the next time, because they're not trying to impress you anymore, they pretty much think they got the job. The second time they fix something, it's not quite as good as the first time, right? I mean, the thing is functional, but there's always something a little wrong with it. Or they always break something else in the house. Like maybe they're fixing your sink and they put a big gash on, on the side of your sink because they don't have the right tools. They're trying to use like household utensils <laughs> to fix the thing, right? So now your sink is is fixed. It's not pouring out. The, the pipe is not pouring water, but you got a gash in your sink. They're like, you know what? Uh, I, I, I can live with the gash. I mean, you, you can only see it when you're standing right in front of it. I don't care. I just don't want water on my floor because it would have messed up my tiles. Okay, fine, 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 fine. And you put up with it. Not a problem, right? But then he goes, listen, man, look. What you need to do is you see, see the, I took one of the cups out of your cabinet and I put it under the thing because the water's not pouring out, but it is dripping a little bit. But you'll be all right, man. Look, just remember at, at, at nighttime when you go to bed, just take this big cup, dump it into the sink and then put it back and you'll be all right to the next night, right? Okay. Right. And you're OK with it because the other plumber at this time for this particular job wanted to charge two seventy five and he charged eighty dollars. Wow. He's saving you money again. That's, that's what you think. But as it turns out, the job was a little more complicated than he thought. And all he did was delay the inevitable, which was the whole thing collapsing. <laughs> and the thing, because of the pressure of the water, the whole pipe just collapses and breaks. A master plumber would have known that was going to happen because you can't see it, but you would have known it because you would know the system. So he comes in, right? And the master plumber, you finally go back. You go to the first guy. The second guy can't find him. Okay. First guy, as you called before, the $500 guy, he comes in. He goes under the sink, fixes it. He goes, oh, man, what happened here? Did you do this yourself? Right? And you go, and you don't want to say yes because you, you know... The next, because you know he wants to insult the job. Like, oh, no, it's good, 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 because whoever did this was an idiot. I mean, they look like they know a little something, but they, I don't know what the hell they were thinking about doing it. Don't you realize if you put a falugu on top of a shamongo and it's a sisipet, the fatama, and the pressure from the falugu and the shangungung will make the pipe collapse and crush and dissolve just like it did right here. Right? I mean, come on. How much that guy charge you? Said uh, eighty dollars. Oh, eighty dollars. I could have done this for seventy-five dollars. All you needed to do was replace the funchungo with the frankinke and the chungongo with the chungongong, right? And you feel like an idiot because you tried to go cheap. But that's not the worst one. The worst one is the handy person who actually can do the job and is actually excellent. You look at them and you can't tell that they're an excellent technician or an excellent plumber or an excellent whatever. You can't tell because they just you know they look a little little strange around the edges, you know. The kind of person, if you see him walking towards you and you didn't, didn't know they were a master handy person, you'd cross the street and begin dialing 911, that kind of person. Right? And they come to your house and they do fantastic work. Their work is so good, you could tell at one point they were highly trained. At one point in their life, even though now they're drinking beer while fixing your stuff, you could tell at one point in their life they work for a, a, a big company or they own the company. They are professional. They, I mean, this guy mops the floor after he, after he cle fixes your sink. This is the kind of guy that, does, I mean, he does all, he's really just puts the, he puts the dot on the eye, takes care of business. This is the real deal. And you're going, wow, why is this guy so, he looks so disheveled, but he's a brilliant person when it comes to, he's, this guy can fix anything. And he does fix everything. He does it for months. He just comes to the house and fixes everything you need fixing. And it's fantastic. And you think my problems are solved. This guy can do plumbing. This guy can do handiwork. This guy can do this. This guy can do that. And you pretty much 
the same way when you like when you're uh, if say you get into a relationship with a new person, right? And all of a sudden, if you're a guy, you're like, you know, I got this great lady. You know what? I'm going to get rid of all these adult films I had on my computer, even though I even though I personally, as Anthony Thomas, don't know what an adult film is. And I'm going to get rid of all these topless photos of delicious women on my in my in, on my and my cloud account, even though as I as as Anthony Thomas don't condone uh, women being topless until until they're married. <laughs> OK, no one's going to buy that. I love I love boobs. Boobs are delicious. <laughs> don't judge me. Shut up. Right. But you dump all you get rid of all your adult films. Right. I know that's what some guys will do that. They'll dump all their adult films. They won't even go on one of those porn sites even though i don't know what a porn site is they won't do any of that because they got the woman so why am i going to look at a porno site when i got a delicious woman right here that i can jump on top of and give their that good deep business so good she thinks it's christmas right i got a woman right now that i'm in love with I'm saying, baby i want to see your delicious breasts she goes i'm trying to watch television you're going yeah but I, I, you can watch tv while i look at your delicious breasts she goes okay you can look at my breasts but you can't touch them until the movie's over and you're standing there you're like in the ready position the whole time and you look like an idiot look like you're in the you look you look like you're sitting there staring with, with your hands right above the breast ready to rub them and speed them and kiss them and love them but you gotta wait till the credits start rolling <laughs> you dump everything because you got her well it's the same thing when you find a good handy person right you find a good technician somebody can, can fix your stove and your sink and you can fix your cabinets and do some painting and all of that crap you say i'm dumping all the rest of these handy people i'm throwing their phone numbers in the trash can because this person's work is so good that i don't need those bums charging me all that money this guy does better work than y'all and he don't charge me crap y'all stink but here comes the problem. Remember, the guy's a little disheveled and he does drink a little bit while he's doing the job, right? He does go outside to smoke cigarettes in between sessions of doing the work. And, you know, daggone well from the smell and from the fact that that don't look like a cigarette, that it ain't cigarettes. But it doesn't matter because the work's good. And he starts to get very, very comfortable with you. You're not a client anymore. He starts to treat you like a buddy, like a friend. He gets a little bit too comfortable. Yes, he does. And all of a sudden, the quality of his work dips. But the quality of his work was so high that even when the quality of his work dips, it's still better than everybody else. So you don't say anything, right? And then it comes to the point where he'll do some of the job and then it'll be a couple days and he comes back and he does the rest of the job. And those times between finishing the job gets wider and wider and wider. And then it comes to the point where you start to have the problem that this podcast episode is named about the invisible handyman. Right. And what do I mean by the invisible handyman? That's when you call him and he doesn't answer the phone. Right. You leave messages for him. He don't call you back. You go to his house. You slip a note through his mailbox. You don't even see his car. You don't see him. You go to the pool hall. They haven't seen him in a while. You don't know if that's the truth. Because he probably said, yo, man, I don't feel like doing no more work, man. If you see the dudes, anybody that come and look for me, want me to do some work, tell me you ain't seen me. You get that distinct feeling. You feel like you're, you're Steven Seagal walking into a pool hall going, does anybody know what happened to Johnny Lupo? Huh? Anybody know what happened to Lupo? Whatever the hell the character he was looking for his name was. You know what I'm saying? They're looking at you like, no, we ain't even seen him. And we definitely, he's definitely not in that closet right there. No, no, don't look in the closet. He's not in there. You know, you know what I'm saying? And he's invisible, right? And you keep trying to contact this punk ass, but you can't find this punk ass. And you're figuring, okay, I guess he's gone, right? 
And so now you begin the process of starting to look for other handy people and you start the process of calling and then he shows up at random. He shows up at seven o'clock at night and you're like, what the hell? What are you doing here? Yeah, I got your message. Oh, you got my message from three weeks ago? Yeah, I got your message. I want to work on that sink. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. No, I wanted to do it now. No, you don't. We're eating dinner. You can come tomorrow, right? And he comes tomorrow and everything's fine. You fix it. And then when you need him again, you can't find him. You can't find him. And he only shows up when the money you paid him last time to do the last job runs out. When he has a bunch of clients and he's got the money in his pockets, you can't find him. His punk ass is invisible. But the second he runs out of money, his punk ass shows up. I can't stand that crap. And the reason I'm talking about it in this particular episode is because I found his punk ass walking down the street. S, 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 S. I'm like, what, what? Because I... You know, everybody, you know, you know, people call me S and people call me S Anthony. I'm like, huh? Oh, hey, man. Hey, what's going on? Right. You start small talking me. Right. And now what happens? Because the last couple of weeks I've been trying to get his ass on the phone because I needed some work done. Right. And apparently he saw me walking down the street and they ran. Apparently his money ran out. So now he wants to work with his punk ass. Right. But what he doesn't realize is I found another handyman to do the job who's pretty much as good as he is now granted this guy could turn into an invisible handyman too but i'm going to enjoy this section of my new handyman experience because we're still in the handyman uh honeymoon phase where he's acting right right because if this guy becomes an invisible handyman i could very easily just go back to the first invisible handyman and go look i'm gonna give you another chance because then what's going to happen? It's going to reset his ass and he's going to be back in the honeymoon phase again. And he's going to do exactly what he wants, to, what he's supposed to do again. And then all of a sudden, what's going to happen? He's going to go back into being an invisible handyman. And if he does that, I'm going to call the second handyman and go, hey, 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 you, I'm going to give you another chance. I'm going to put those two bastards against each other. Yeah, that's right. It's a bad thing to do if you're in a relationship to try to make the other person jealous because jealousy is pain. But if you can find a bunch of invisible handyman and keep keep back in the day, it was a it was a vaudeville act. It was an act of one of those, those TV shows where they would have these vertical sticks with rubber tips on them. And a person would spin plates on those sticks. Music would play. Right. And the person would have a bunch of sticks next to each other and he would have to run back and forth to spin those plates. And they always have that music. And it was a trick to keep those plates spinning for the length of the music. And because it was so many plates, it was difficult. And that was a part of the trick. That was what made it an inv- what made it a great stunt. It made it a great it was some some tension. Will he keep the plate spinning for the entire length of the music? And of course, he always did. And then as the music stopped, he just stopped spinning the plates, and eventually, psh, 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 they'd all fall down and break. Well, what about he only instead of having fifteen sticks across a large table? What about he only had three or four plates to spin? Right? He didn't even have to move to spin the plates. He could just. Stand right in front of all four of plates and keep them spinning. And they'd never fall down until he got bored with spinning the plates. Well, I got news for you. If you got an invisible handyman and you can find three or four invisible handymen, you can spin those bastards like plates. Yeah, I said it. 
right? All you got to do is wait until one of their punk asses starts becoming invisible again, and you go to one of the other ones, right? And then that punk ass is going to start to become an invisible handyman, and then you go to one of the other ones. You get three or four of those bastards together, you will always have at least one of them in the I need to get you back honeymoon phase, and you will have a low-cost handyman at your disposal at all times. And that's what this bastard doesn't realize. I got about five or six of you right now, punk. And the second one of your punk asses acts up, I replace your punk ass with one of their other punk asses. Yeah, I said it. So, folks, that's my advice to you. If you ever get, then you don't do, you don't do that in a relationship. But you, when I'm in a relationship with a lady, I'm with her and only her. I don't go, oh. So you don't want to get it on because, oh, you had surgery like that's my fault. You were in a traffic accident. Oh, my leg hurts. Uh, what's that got to do with me? That ain't got nothing to do with your boobs. What about what I <laughs> like? I'd never be that insensitive. We go back to the sketch. What about what I need? Huh? Huh? Wait a minute. Your sister looks kind of like you, right? Uh, let me go talk to her, uh, get some advice on how to act right. Why are you taking condoms? I'm definitely not going to go over there and nail your sister until your leg heals. I know that much. <laughs> I'd never do that. But you know what I'm saying. You can't do that in interpersonal relationships or romantic relationships. But you can damn sure do that in your handyman relationships. Yeah, I said it. You can get a second opinion from a doctor on your foot. You can have several handy people. You can have several restaurants. You go to one restaurant. The restaurant's too packed for you to go into the restaurant. You're like, the hell with this crap. And you go to your next restaurant. Oh, yeah. So the only place where that's not effective, not the right thing to do is in romantic relationships. But when it comes to your handyman relationships, oh, hell yeah. Be a handy hoe. Be a handy hoe. Be the kind of, be a hoe. Have relationships with as many handy people as possible to get the job done. Be a handy hoe. Yeah, I said it. Folks. Much love to you. This episode is over. I'm glad to be back. Had a little technical difficulties before, but the technical difficulties obviously have been solved. So we're back to our normal schedule. Had to take the week off from this podcast and my other podcast. Yes, Anthony Thomas show. Go listen to that one, too. But since we're listening to this one, do me a favor. If you love this show and you do do me a favor, re review the program, man. Rate and review the program. If you listen to this on Spotify, Follow the podcast, man. I know a lot of you listen to it. It's on Spotify. If you are, follow the podcast, baby. Subscribe to the podcast, baby. Tell friends and family about the podcast, baby. Okay? You dig? Much love to you all, my friends. And I will see you again next time. Unless my equipment blows up again. And <laughs> but I don't foresee that happening. Take care, my friends. Much love to you. Bye.